Hey everyone, uh, I felt a little inspired to just record something today. I don't really have like a a real set place I want to go with today's conversation, but I did kind of want to just talk about um, the book I just finished. It's called The Mastery of Love by Don Miguel Ruiz. Ruiz? Ruiz? Um, I love every single book that this guy has wrote, and I've only read two books so far i read the four agreements and the mastery of love and i just thought i would talk about it for a second and you know i learned a lot from this book not only did it really like reassure me in the way that i deal with relationships with love not only with like romantic partners but with family in general so i uh i usually highlight in in books and everything but i didn't really highlight in this one mainly because i didn't have a highlighter next to me but also because I thought I would go back and read it and then highlight it again uh but what really stuck with me was hold on let me go ahead and find it was this story that he told about Brahma and um Maya and I'm gonna read it if you guys haven't read this book I highly highly recommend that you read it or The Four Agreements all his books are really really great again uh, the Four Agreements or The Mastery of Love by Don Miguel Ruiz. Um, I think you can, Ruiz, whatever it is, um, you can definitely buy it at Target or at Barnes & Noble, but I think it's a little bit cheaper at Target if you want to. Or if you're like my friend Jenelyn who found it at Savers, she got it for $4. So definitely check out your local Goodwill or local thrift shop because they might have it there. Um, but I'm going to read this this little excerpt from it and I don't know you guys let me know what you think there's an old story from India about a god Brahma who was all alone Nothing existed but Brahma, and he was completely bored. Brahma decided to play a game, but there was no one to play the game with. So he created a beautiful goddess, Maya, just for the purpose of having fun. Once Maya existed, and Brahma told her the purpose of her existence, she said, Okay, let's play the most wonderful game, but you have to do what I tell you. Brahma agreed, and following Maya's instructions, he created the whole universe. Brahma created the sun and the stars, the moon and the planets. Then he created life on earth, the animals, the oceans, the atmosphere, everything. Maya said, how beautiful is the world of illusion you created. Now I want you to create a kind of animal that is so intelligent and aware that it can appreciate your creation. Finally, Brahma created humans. And after he finished the creation, he asked Maya when the game was going to start. We will start right now, she said. She took Brahma and cut him into thousands of tiny, teeny pieces. She put a piece inside every human and said, Now the game begins. I'm going to make you forget what you are, and you are going to try and find yourself. Maya created the dream, and still, even today, Brahma is trying to remember who he is. Brahma is there inside you, and Maya is stopping you from remembering what you are. When you wake from the dream, you become Brahma again and reclaim your divinity. Then, if Brahma inside you says, okay, I'm awake, what about the rest of me? You know the trick of Maya, and you share the truth with others who are going to wake up too. 
two people who are sober in the party can have more fun more fun <laughs> two people who are sober in the party can have more fun three people who are sober is even better begin with you then others will start to change until the whole dream the whole party is sober now i thought that was a very interesting story um just because of the one part where brahma is inside all of us and we're just trying to remember who we are and playing this game and like i've mentioned before we are just literally playing this game of life and i thought it was a really interesting perspective to say it like that and earlier in the book um he mentions how you should try and go to a party sober and see how or what that's like with the people that you're with and i totally agree um i also had this conversation with someone at the gym the other night because i went to the gym at like 2 or 3 a.m this was the night i recorded or the morning i recorded my very first podcast um but the conversation happened before my very first podcast recording but basically what he was telling me was uh you know one day if you think that you don't vibe with someone or these groups of people that you are hanging around with try and go out with them to to like a place or something and try and be like the only sober one there and see if you really enjoy it and i think it's such a good thing to try out because a lot of the time you become this different person or maybe you are the same person just a little bit more out there when you're either high or drunk and you know people are also high and drunk at the same time as you are and you know it's something where you just become i guess somewhat different um in the sense that you just you know you're you're there having a really good time but what is it like when everybody else is having that really good time high or drunk or whatever and you're just sober and i i just want to touch on that because i think it it's really interesting to see the type of people you meet once they are completely sober or when they're completely not sober <laughs> um so i thought that was really cool and i wanted to share that perspective especially with this book and i mentioned earlier how my friend gentleman found the four agreements at a thrift store that we went to savers and i was actually reading that book again while we were there because i was just uh, waiting for them to finish thrifting and stuff and i was reading the book again and honestly it's one of those books that are timeless and i can read actually an excerpt from that too let me just go ahead and find my favorite chapter um there's just this one part so there's actually four agreements. The first is be impeccable with your word. Second is don't take anything personally. Third, don't make assumptions. And fourth, always do your best. My favorite chapter has to be the third one, which is don't make assumptions. It's technically the fourth chapter, but the third agreement. And uh, let me go ahead and go there. There's like really just one part that I really, really love. I highlighted it somewhere. If I don't get to find it anyway, uh, ch -ch 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 -ch.
Just kidding. I'm in the second agreement now. Anyway, <laughs> uh, so don't make assumptions. Here, I'll read like the very f first three paragraphs because I think they're pretty, pretty good. Um, so the third agreement is don't make assumptions. We all have the tendency to make assumptions about everything. The problem with making assumptions is that we believe they are true. We could swear they are real. We make assumptions about what others are doing or thinking. We take it personally. Then we blame it on them and react by sending emotional poison with our word. That is why when we, that is why whenever we make assumptions, we're asking for problems. We make an assumption, we misunderstand, we take it personally, and we end up creating a whole big drama for nothing. All the sadness and drama you have lived in your life was rooted in making assumptions and taking things personally. Take a moment to consider the truth of this statement. The whole war of control between humans is about making assumptions and taking things personally. Our whole dream of hell is based on that. We create a lot of emotional poison by just making assumptions and taking it personally. Because usually we start gossiping about other about our assumptions. Remember, gossiping is the, gossiping is the way we communicate to each other in a dream of hell and transfer poison to one another. Because we are afraid to ask for clarification, we make assumptions and we believe we are right about the assumptions. Then we defend our own assumptions and try to make something, someone else wrong. It is better to ask questions than to make an assumption because assumptions set, up, set us up for suffering. Uh, and I, I truly believe that's where all gossip really originates from is making assumptions and I am guilty of making a lot of assumptions about a lot of people in my life or even about things that happen and uh, not gonna lie it is kind of tough coming back from that because you think you know what's going on but you really don't and I thought today that was just like a food for thought type of thing and I don't know there was no real like uh, end point to this podcast or start point to it I just wanted to I guess I could say like it's sharing my favorite author at the moment. How about that? It's uh, Don Miguel Ruiz. And I guess reading his books, I also have one more book. Actually, I got it from my cousin, AJ. It's the, the Voice of Knowledge, which is actually mentioned at the end of The Mastery of Love. So I'm really going through all his books at the moment, which is really nice because it's not like a, a fictional type of series. It's a sort of wisdom book series and uh i'm really happy to do this it's really cool um but if anyone gets a chance to read any of these they're they're really great don't get me wrong like if you get a chance to read any of his books because i believe he has about uh let me see let me see let me see there's one two three four five six seven eight and one online course so he has like eight books about 10 books he also has them in spanish so if you're a spanish reader you can also read it through that but um yeah i think he has a really great perspective on life and anyone and everyone should read his books whether you think you have your life together or not um i just think it really solidifies a lot of truth and wisdom for a lot of people that are growing up or have grown up or continue to grow up because I, f I feel like no one actually truly reaches 
the what do you call it like the <laughs> the finish line i guess i was just thinking about mario kart and how like when you finish after the game like it it's just like woo you win um and it shows everyone tallied up and that's kind of us right we're all trying to get there but i feel like we're all just in the same place when we finish life so yeah i think anyone should read his books i will get back to you guys on the voice of knowledge because i don't know i just i really think that he's a great author um also wanted to talk about a couple of other books that i am currently reading or i'm about to read uh so i've just i can't read two books at once <laughs> so that is why i finished the mastery of love and now i'm going into more like business books uh so i actually got this book called shoe dog and it's by phil knight um he is the creator of nike yeah it's a memoir by the creator of nike and warren buffett actually read the book and said the best book i read last year phil is a gifted storyteller so it is a very big book <laughs> um let's see let's see let's see i want to see how how many more pages how many pages it is about 400 pages yeah it's like four, uh 354 355 yeah 350 360 pages so that's my next read especially since uh this whole business thing is coming up really quick for me and we're gonna see how that goes and then i i actually went to barnes and noble today and i went with my friends miley and adrian and i got two more books uh the the first book i got was uh fierce conversations by susan scott it's basically a book about how how to have conversations with uh with colleagues customers and family at a deeper level and i guess it can work on friends as well so I'm definitely going to read this after Shoe Dog. I'm going to try and read it at the same time. Don't know if that's going to work out for me. I just need to be focused on one at the moment. But yeah, and then I also got, and I'm. this is a pretty common book that a lot of people read. It's The 48 Laws of Power by Robert Greene. Um, same author as The Art of Seduction. Definitely a national seller. Everyone reads it. Um but yeah, I'm going to read it on the back of the book. It lists the 48 laws of power and it's a gigantic, oh, sorry. It's a gigantic book, <laughs> like, and the font is pretty small. So we'll see if I get through this, but yeah, so I'm going to read Shoe Dog and I'll keep you guys updated on that and then Fierce Conversations eventually and then Voice of Knowledge. My goal is to finish Shoe Dog, though, in the next, uh, by the end of summer, for sure. Because summer just started, so yay. But, uh, yeah, I'm going to try and finish it by summer. I definitely have a lot of time at work. I actually have, like, this whole week and weekend um, off of work. So I'm definitely going to try and read that. So we'll see how that goes. But um, other than that, yeah, I guess I'm a, I guess this was really about talking about my favorite author at the moment um and the books that i'm currently reading so uh to sum it up i guess 
we're going to go with saying that this is my podcast about my favorite author and some of the books that I read at that I'm currently reading at the moment. So definitely check out The Four Agreements and The Mastery of Love by Don Miguel Ruiz. And then uh, I'll let you guys know how The Voice of Knowledge is and Shoe Dog by Phil Knight. And then Fierce Conversations. Those are the one, two, three, four, five, five books I am currently interested in at the moment. So yeah, thank you guys for listening to this uh, podcast. This one was a little just more me clearing out my mind about how I felt about the book because I think it was a great book. So thank you guys for listening. Um, And remember, this is your world. We're just living in it. And have a great day. Um, I'll talk to you guys in the next one.